Hey there, I'm Dana, your Canadian English teacher, with another English lesson so you can speak and understand the English spoken in Canada. If you're learning English for the Great White North, then you've come to the right place. You'll learn phrasal verbs, common expressions, conversation tips, and of course, some typical Canadianisms. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Can Learn English podcast. Today I'm joined by a guest. She's one of my favorite people in the whole world and she happens to be another English teacher. She's from the UK. Today I'm joined by Halima from Blackboard English. Welcome Halima. Thank you. Hi Dana. I'm super, super excited to be here. Yeah, we were just joking that most of the time when we're chatting, it's not about English stuff. So it's a little bit unusual for us to do this now. Um, yeah, um, usually we talk about everything else, but I think our favorite topic would probably be mindset that we talk about a lot. Whenever we get together, we have like the same ideas in terms of um, motivation and mindset. So I think this is our first collaboration. Now I think about, no, I th our second, because the first one was first time I met you. Yeah, we did a live. Um, it was on Instagram, yeah. And this is the second, which is super yeah. weird because I've known you for yeah, so long. Yeah, it's crazy. And Halim and I have been fortunate enough to meet uh, a couple times, a few times now, whenever I've been traveling. And then you have a you had a ticket to come visit me in Switzerland. And then COVID happened. So I'm still waiting for you. Oh, my God. That was so dramatic, wasn't it? Because I was super excited to go. And then it's just everything changed. And it, it, if when I look back now, I just think, oh, my God, what if that didn't happen? Would there have been a different, um, I don't know, would have would things have changed um, in terms of like the path or would have still been the same? So it's really interesting to look back and think that our, our flights um, got cancelled. Well, my flight got cancelled because I was on my way to go see... Um, Dana, we were supposed to hang out and do um, a project together, but everything went down the hills. I mean, down yeah, the drain. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was too bad. Yeah. So hopefully once this is all over, we'll get to see each other again. I miss coming to London. It's only like a short flight from Switzerland. It's less than two hours. I think it's like an hour and a half. So all of a sudden, just an hour and a half and you're in like a completely different culture with a different language. And uh, I love coming. And that kind of ties in to what we're talking about today because we're going to compare North American English, specifically Canadian English, to British English because there's quite a few words that might be a little confusing um, for us even when we're chatting. I mean, I, yeah. I lived in Ireland, so I had to learn all these British words because they use a lot of these in their vocabulary. <laughs> but I remember at first it was a little bit challenging for me. So I, I realized that British people understand Americans more than Americans understand us. This is what I've <laughs> come to understand. And I think it's because, you know, Americans make better movies. So, and the, you know, British people, we're, we're catching up with the movies, but I think that's where we get all our references and um, the differences in vocabulary. And we just learn it really quickly and even adopt some of the words that, that get used um, in the US. Yeah, and I think as a Canadian, even though we're part of the British Commonwealth, obviously we don't have British accents because 
uh, Canada was colonized before the accent shift. So I guess my mm -hmm. accent or the more the more American style accent is actually like the original British accent. And then it became more fashionable to um, sound like you guys sound now. So it's interesting. And, and we have in Canada um, some British vocabulary, but a lot of it's influenced by the U.S. as well. So I think we're going to go over a few terms and explain the difference. Uh, so I'm going to say what I would say in Canada, and then you can say what you would say in the UK. So for example, the season that we're in right now, I would call this fall or the fall. Yeah. Yeah. And we would call it autumn. Yeah. So autumn, it's spelled um, differently to how it's said. Um, so for those of you that are thinking, what <laughs> the? <laughs> um, so it's A-U- T, I'm, I think, M, N. I have to actually write it down. Yeah, Sorry. no, it's... Am I right? A-U-T... U-M-N. There's like a strange U in there, I think. Yeah, M-N. A-U-T-U-M-N. I think I missed the U. I can't spell out loud. I have to, like, write it down to see English it. English is weird, though. Like, <laughs> I mean, you have to memorize everything because the spelling... Oh, I'm a terrible speller when it comes to um, nothing like is written the way it sounds. And it's just super confusing. You just have to memorize it. But with autumn, it just it, it sounds completely different to the way it's written. So A-U-T-U-M-N. And we would know this word like um, as a season in North America, like that one wouldn't trip us up too much. If someone said, oh, it's autumn, it just mm -hmm. sounds very formal. But we would say um the fall and the next one kind of has to do can you say can you say that can you say the word again because i think you pronounce it different than, than the way the we fall. do oh, no the uh, the british version that is super <laughs> <Why>? cool <laughs> so uh, we would say oh, autumn yes, say autumn and i would say autumn <laughs> so yes <laughs> <laughs> it is very different. <laughs> That's too funny. Yeah. Um, the next one is as these both two that we're going to do have to do with buildings, but um, I might invite you over to my apartment in North America mm -hmm. and you would invite me to your flat. Yeah. So I think um, there's quite a few differences when you talk about um you know, off, like I would say, come to my flat and you would say, come to my apartment. But there's also a few differences in, say, the the levels as well. When I went to America, I noticed that <laughs> in America, they didn't have um, zero, right? You guys don't have zero. You just go straight to one. Yeah, you, you wouldn't have like a ground floor and then one, two, three. It's like first floor, second floor, third floor. Yeah, I was so confused when I went there because when you're in a in a big building, you're like, where's <laughs> where's like one and where's zero? And it was just really confusing um, when I was there. So that's I had to learn that the hard way, especially um, in the elevator. You guys don't call it the elevator, no, right? No, this is the next one. We would call we would call it the we call it the elevator, and you guys call it the lift, right? I thought we call it the elevator. See, this is what I'm talking about when I say a lot of the words we we just adopt 
because maybe we hear yeah, it a I lot so. more than even pronunciations. I've I've started to realize that a lot of people start to adopt a different pronunciation just because they hear that specific pronunciation, um, you know, for a specific word or a phrase or whatever it is that they. So that's that's really interesting because I would just say. I wouldn't say um, lift. I would say elevator. That's so funny because it's definitely um, the British version would be the lift and we would call it an elevator. And I've even heard people, I don't know if you call it that, um, an escalator. I've heard people in Ireland call them moving stairs. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I think um, we just call it what it is, you know, with a lot of words, I realize Americans love to go to like the, like name things, um, depending on like who made it, who invented yeah. it. They love to do that, but we just say what it is. It's like, for example, cling film, it clings to things. Oh yeah. So we call we that call brand it. wrap because the brand that made it is named. Exactly. Yeah. That's a good example. Exactly. That's a good <laughs> That's funny. And, and like, do you guys call it Kleenex or a tissue? Because we call. Yeah, tissue, definitely yeah. tissue. And for yeah. us, like, it's Kleenex. Um, like, even if it's not Kleenex. Again, it's a brand name, yeah, right? Yeah, if you buy, like, the supermarket brand, you still call it Kleenex. So if that's just, like, the name of it. Um, this one's another one that I think is kind of cute. You guys say sweets. Um, yeah. And we would say. You, you guys say candy, candy. right? Uh-huh. <laughs> so for me, like, yeah, we definitely say sweets. Um, yeah, sweet um, for anything like hard, 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 like you guys say hard candy, yeah. right? Like we we call those sweets. Um, but I think there's like a, a slight difference when when we talk about um, chocolate. We don't call those sweets. What do you? Do you? No, we call it candy. Like a chocolate bar. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. So that's like super confusing for me. I'm like, for us, we don't call, um, say sweets like little um, hard sweets, canned. I mean, sweet. I mean, sorry, sorry. We wouldn't call chocolate sweets. We only would call hard candy sweets, if that makes sense. And what do you call the like, the gummy candies, like the ones like gummy bears or like the the soft sweets. What do you call those? Yeah, I mean, th- that would probably go under sweets as well. We just call that sweets. But anything that's like not not made of sugar, like only sugar, I guess, with gelatin, um, anything else, anything like that's like caramel, that's, um, I guess, I guess, again, caramels, we would say sweets, but they would have to be, I guess when I, when I think of sweets, I think of like, those little wrapped sweets mm-hmm. where there's like little roughly bits in the end. Um, I would call those kinds of things sweets. Anything with wrappers, anything that's like sugary, yeah. I would call them sweets. But chocolates, uh, no. Funny, yeah, we would just, everything is is um, candy. I like the next one. Um, like when you're in the dark and you need to see, we would use a flashlight. Mm-hmm, torch. We would use a torch. See, for me, a torch is like something from the Middle Ages with like a stick with fire on it, <laughs> like in Beauty and the Beast when they go and search the castle with like torches. For me, that's what a torch is. And it's funny that it's like a, a flashlight. <laughs> flashlight. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's more British, isn't it? Like 
flashlight than torches yeah. <laughs> I, i'm saying if we were going to follow the rules so far and that's one thing i think people wouldn't know torch wouldn't be like common knowledge so i think a lot of like north americans americans canadians if you said oh i need to find a torch we would be literally take you to a torch because <laughs> you don't know i've had so many things like that that's um confused me so much um i think that that one of them is that on the list which is um bin mm -hmm. um and i i was in the us i um i was at um a restaurant and i had a tissue in my hand <laughs> napkin or i think it was um i was looking for a bin and i asked the waitress can you show me where the bin is and she just looked completely confused dana i was just like <laughs> why is this not common sense and and i guess like i know what it, like what it is in american but they don't know it back so i i was like bin and i was a bit confused and then i said um trash can and when i said trash can like her eyes like opened up and it was like okay now i know what you're talking about yeah because about, for us a so. bin would be something that you store things in like a plastic bin you might put like your winter clothes in a bin to store them for the next year. <laughs> oh, that is super yeah. weird. <laughs> so we would need that is super we would weird. Need like a garbage. We would usually call it like a garbage can, or like even. Mm -hmm. I guess I would say like if I was in someone someone's house, I would say, "Where's your garbage?" You know, like the one that's underneath the sink. Um, so you don't even. Yeah. Call, Where's, Where's your, your garbage? garbage? And then they would show it to you and then like the 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 garbage can or the <laughs> is like the one that you put on the road for collection oh i see that is that is so funny because like i i would never ever say that i would never say where's your garbage because we know what garbage is so we would just think you're talking about rubbish yeah. and that would be really weird if you said where's yeah. the rubbish be like, why are you asking me where that is? I might it's tell you to throw that in, in the garbage the when you're finished. Can you throw that in the garbage? That's like, then that, you know, mm -hmm. that the, I mean a garbage bin, but we don't use the mm -hmm. word bin for anything unless you're mm -hmm. storing. So like, I love, I love bins because I love to organize. So I have lots of bins to put like my little things in. And has I just, I imagine just lots of like, <laughs> rubbish <laughs> when you say bin so it's really weird to say I put my stuff in the bin I'm like Dana you okay <laughs> um we have a bunch of car related things um that are different like we would call a big vehicle that moves things a um truck and you call yeah. it a a lorry yeah so like sounds like posh <laughs> So, so, um, I told, I said this to my friend once and she was just, she was like lorry, like it just sounds super weird, but for us, that's like super normal. Um, but it was surprising. It, it was this one surprising for yeah, you. Yeah. I had never heard that word. And then I kind of like, when I picture a lorry now, I think of like a bit of a smaller truck since in Europe, I find that, you know, we have these like huge 18 wheeler big big trucks in north america and there you rarely see such big ones here like the roads are smaller the tunnels are smaller so i think you have these so for me a lorry is just like a small truck 
now in my head <laughs> since mm-hmm. I live in Europe. Oh, I see. Yeah, no, for us it's massive. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I actually have a, a phobia of lorries in like that's why I haven't even like I don't have a license because I just refuse to, to drive on the motorway and get hit by a lorry <laughs> that's that's another one that massive. I didn't include in the list when you said motorway we would call that a highway oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that's definitely um different here we definitely don't call it highway I think some people do say highway but if if again like I told like I said at the beginning of this uh podcast um it's starting to kind of it, the la- language is starting to change slowly. We may we might not be able to see it, but I do think it's it's being constantly influenced by um, our cousins from different countries, yeah. and you know what I mean. Our um, neighboring countries and every other country around the world is slowly influencing how we speak. So I think eventually it's just going to be a mixture of one language yeah, if, if, um, that everybody speaks very well. Very well could be. Um, another one here is, like, I would put gas in my car uh, to get it to move. What do you put in your car? <laughs> Petrol, although I don't drive. <laughs> I don't like to put gas in the car. I'm always, just, like, always really good at, like, having someone else do it because I do, I do not like – we would call it pumping gas. Do you guys call it pumping petrol or mm-hmm. do you just not call it um, I How would I say it? Um, I don't drive <laughs> again. <laughs> um, I feel like fill the tank yeah. or something like that. Or um, I, I, I don't know. I, You know, when you don't use vocabulary, I guess like I would know if somebody else used it. But that's that's a it's just my mind just it's gone blank right oh, now. Yeah, that happens to me if you don't um, if you don't use because like I'm <laughs> I live in Switzerland. So like I'm not always around people mm-hmm. speaking English all the time. And sometimes I'm like lose words and I'm like, what is that thing called? And I'm like, someone heard anyone say it for a long time. And speaking like last one about cars and we'll move on since um, since you're not an expert. I don't drive. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the place where you store the stuff in the back of your car. Um, I would call that a trunk. And we would call it a boot. Strength for me. That's something you put <laughs> on your feet in the winter to keep yourself warm, and that's a boot. But no, <laughs> why? The reason I'm laughing is because um, Canadians, we always, in England, we always make fun of Canadians saying a boot instead yeah. of um, about. It's not true because I would say about. Um, so it sounds more like a boat, I think, than actually a boot. Uh, but it is, it is like, I will admit it does sound a little different now that I'm like away from Canada. So I don't hear the accent all the time when I do, do Mm -hmm. hear people say about who are Canadian? I'm like, oh yeah, that's a little different, but, um, yeah, we would store our stuff in a trunk and we also call like places where we go and sell secondhand, um, things, um, a car boot cell and it comes from um the boot of the car which which is ba- basically we open the car and you have all the things that you want to sell and then you'll you'll just basically sell from the boot that's interesting because we would call um when someone has like a, a sale of their used things at their house like in their front lawn 
we would call that either like a yard sale or a garage sale. Mm-hmm. And you, but when it's outside of your home, what do you call it? Uh, a secondhand store. I don't know. Like, I, I, I remember somebody saying it's a flea, flea market. market. Yes, yes. Yeah, flea <laughs> market. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. would be like. I was just like wondering why on earth would somebody call it a flea yeah, market? Yeah, it's so literally gross. spelled like flea, like um, like an insect. So a flea, like if you don't know this word, is a bug that usually lives on animals. So like dogs catch fleas and cats catch fleas and we call it a flea market, which is gross. But I don't know. Yeah, I guess it comes from like um, when you – when you have old things and you want to get rid of it, a lot of the things, the furniture, the mattress, um, sofa, I don't know, like probably has fleas and that's where it got its name because it's not new. And another one. <laughs> it's a good way to remember. This also reminds me of like the stores that you can go into that sell secondhand things. We would call that like, often we call it by its brand name, at least in Canada, I would call it like Goodwill, which is a brand that sells stuff or we would call it like a second-hand store, but you guys call it something different, don't you? Yeah, so we call and um, we we call it also like we we also use um, brand names like Oxfam shop, or um, we would say, I just had it charity in my head. Shop. Okay, we all also, charity, yeah. yes, charity shop. Yeah, that's the the most common is charity shop, um, and a lot of people have like this weird thing in the UK about charity shops they don't like to be seen inside a charity shop. It's like, especially the younger generation, it's like awful. Like they, they would rather die than really, <laughs> be seen so, inside a charity like We have shop. these big ones that are like by European standards, like they're massive. They're bigger than your grocery stores. Um, and, yeah, Whoa. and like they're amazing and people love to go, we call it like, um, well, we'll call it a thrift shop sometimes, um, like being thrifty. Thrift. So... You know, this is something that I heard a lot of people have problems saying because of the TH sound. It's it, a lot of people find it challenging to say the word thrift. Yeah, especially so, with the like if we, at the end too, thrift shop. Yeah. 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 But yeah. They're, they're like people love, like, I don't know, maybe just the people I know um, like it. But like I, whenever I'm home, I'm like, oh, we have to go to, uh, there's different ones in the city that I'm from and I'd love to go and because you can get like really stylish things that like you know you can get like a gap t-shirt for like three dollars so why would you go spend you know 20 30 dollars on a gap t-shirt when you could get yeah. one for literally three dollars so they, they don't have something like that um in Switzerland I'm, they do they do have secondhand stores but I think it's kind of like the UK where people don't go to them as often ah uh, it's <laughs> yeah we don't we we only have like very very small charity shops and um usually people will go in there and donate um and all the money obviously goes to charity but it's not like in the US where it's fashionable to go to a thrift oh, yeah. store like, and find books and different love things. it like you can go to a like I'm just picturing my favorite one and there's just like aisles and aisles of t-shirts. There's like jackets, there's stuff for your house. Wow. Like you can get, um, if you're lucky, you can find like stuff from Lululemon. You can find like designer bags. You can find like amazing things. So for us, um, buying secondhand at a shop is normal. And then also 
um, we often buy and sell online as well. So, um, and they do that in Switzerland here as well. Like I love to go on, on these apps and buy it, like find mm-hmm. used things. Um, so I don't know if you guys do that in the UK. Do you? Yeah, we have something, um, in the UK called Spock and it's, it's, it's only been around for two years, but people are finding that to be more, um, I guess, less embarrassing than going to a charity shop. And it's easier to find what you're looking for. But that's definitely something that's um, popular to do here. Um, I was going to ask you um, something that I've noticed in the UK we don't have is garage sales. Like We don't like to sell things in front of I don't even know if it's legal honestly but I've I've hardly seen anybody sell things in front of their house oh we love them like it's in the spring it's like you can count on it like every weekend there will be some type of yard sale so you can just drive your car around certain neighborhoods and stop and get out and look at the things and you might find like board games or like a piece of interesting furniture that's so cool yeah and like um if you're moving you'll do a garage sale and you can like make a few hundred dollars off of stuff that you don't even want. So um, Mm -hmm. it's a pretty good. I I think it's something that we definitely need to adopt here in the UK. Maybe like, (laughs) I think people are just so scared of like, you know, being seen as a lot of people live in apartments, I think also in Europe. So it's harder to do like a yard sale when you live in an apartment building, like, because a lot of North Americans live in houses. Um, a lot of people have yards, so it's easier to do a yard sale. Right. I mean, I, in the UK, actually, I, I, I don't know, maybe this is not true, but, um, we tend to have more houses than flats, but now they're building more flats unless you're in the city, then there's like more flats, um, in the city skyscrapers. Um, but yeah, so we def we like houses are a thing, and even when there are flats, it's not one of those really, really um, you know. In in the U.S., you guys are like known for having like buildings after buildings after buildings. You even have blocks. You call it blocks, yeah, right? Skyscrapers that are really tall. Um, apartments. Yeah, I mean, like blocks of flats. Yeah, yeah. Like you'd have. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like for us, it's like, there's just like five, um, floors and that's like the most common. Um, we don't have really, really high buildings. So it's, it's something that they're starting to do, which is really unusual. You'd think by now we would have those kinds of housing available. So that's something that a lot of North Americans like when we come to Europe is like the, the lower skylines because we're used to the skylines with, all the big skyscrapers and stuff. And so you have like the nice low skylines, but Halima, we have been chatting for so long now. (laughs) Uh, We're getting on. So we didn't get, we didn't get through all of our words, but we'll have to do another episode. We'll do a follow-up part two episode to get them all done. But thank you for coming. You should tell my listeners um, where they can find you on the internet so that they can follow you and get your great English tips. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been a pleasure. Um, it, honestly, it doesn't feel like I did a collaboration. I was just like, I'm talking to Dana. <laughs> but yeah, I've, it's, I've had a lot of fun. Thank you for having me on. And definitely, um, I would love to do another, um, you know, pod session, p- podcast session, I call it pod. 
um yeah um where can people find me um my website is blackboardenglish.com www don't forget that part because i always forget and then it gives me an error um yeah so that's where you can find me and it's the same um everywhere so if you're looking for me on social blackboard english and i today i actually did my <laughs> my very first tiktok oh cool <laughs> and it went like it was super scary but yeah on tiktok as well now very so good. and halima <laughs> has a really great um english academy for uh female students so if you're looking for like a female exclusive uh community uh halima is an amazing teacher and she all of her students really love her so you can also find out information on that so thanks again for coming thank you dana <laughs> thank you bye, bye. That's it for the episode today. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to get the transcript and the bonus material and access to all of my courses and weekly group lessons with me and another teacher, then you should join the Can Learn English Academy. This is my online classroom where I teach you all things English and Canada. If you'd like to learn how to join, you can go to canlearnenglish.com. And until next time, guys, bye-bye.